others. How did your episode of wrestling cheers go? <laughs> did you get any interesting questions? Maybe about like gridlock or something? Infrastructure is really important to wrestling, you know. I I got a question about thick girls, I think is what it was, but then it got all turned around. So then we no. just talked we just talked about dick girls, and I was like, you know, I had to talk about like the the whole like one that I actually know the name of. So So you did talk about gridlock then. Is that what that is? I don't know what that is. I don't know the slang. I, yeah. So, and if you're a cis guy that gets that, I wish you all the best in your transition. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that was like a traffic jam. Well, I'm completely out of the situation here. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I don't, I, I know nothing. Yep. If you, that word's pushed very close together, it's easy to confuse a couple of letters. I'll let you What's figure the word again? out. Wait, what is it again? Gridlock? Gridlock. All right. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I'm not bright I, enough. I, I, I won't. I'm sure somebody will DM me. <laughs> Marcy, shoot it over in our group text. Let us let's figure this one out. <laughs> no, it's more fun to watch y'all struggle. It's way I'm gonna more struggle fun for, for a while. I'm gonna try it on the train tomorrow. I'm gonna ask people around me. Can you help me with this? Gridlock. Look, I, can you take a look at this? I'm gonna be I'm just letting everyone know I'm gonna be extra unhinged tonight. Hooray. Oh look, I'm How going we, through a, we, I'm going through a breakup. I'm allowed to. You are not not JB, not JB. I want to be very oh, clear. Jesus Christ. I just want love you, babe. <laughs> Polyamory. Yeah, but you know, I just have to make sure we're protecting JB because she uh is our one of our finest listeners and callers and pre people. So we can't have that mess coming up, Marsh. Can't mess that all up. I oh. would never. Anyway, in case anybody realizes and I sound different, coming to you live with a new microphone, a new computer, and a new headset. So you mean now you mean in, a computer? Yes, Jay, a computer. Justin Summers. Jake uh, finally had uh, finally entered the uh, two thousand aught. He, he was a birthday. I, he was a birthday boy on Saturday, and he got all kinds of birthday correct. presents. So so I bought the computer on my own, but my wife uh, took your uh, link to Amazon and price matched at Staples, and I got this awesome mic. And then I don't know if I told all of you, uh, maybe I did. I went. My wife surprised me with a surprise party. And because I, she, she decided that for the day she was going to uh, make me feel as bad as possible all day long. Didn't even come in and say happy birthday in the morning. And then we get to dinner time, and she's like, "I'm going to get Harper to stay out just so we can have dinner together." And I was like, "All right, that's cool." And we get there, and there's like 25 people there for my birthday. And Sam came in, so I got to hang out with Sam, and he got me an IRS Hasbro figure and an, a giant Gonzalez Hasbro figure. And two packs of WCW cards from 1991. So I'm going to open those one day. We can even put that on the Patreon. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, cards and I got are back. A lot of so. What'd you say? The cards are back. So yeah, you could, yes. you could do it. Yes, uh... they are. And, and card breaks are what's up. We see you, Pat <laughs> Ronald Two Legs. Dropping his so, government name. Wow, we yeah. have to edit that out. Oh, <laughs> all right, Ronald. <laughs> we see you. You can't drop the government names. <laughs> Everybody two knows legs, my two name. Two Legs is a very it's private person. We don't want to do that to him. That's true. That's true. It's not like I'm hiding what I what I got here. So, um, but yeah, so that was cool. And I got a lot of booze. And I got Screwball, the peanut butter uh, whiskey, which is awesome. A nice bottle of tequila, a bottle of Black Label. So I think people just want me drunk. That might be part of the problem. So, oh, and I got a hundred dollar gift card to the Wrestling Universe, and I got a signed William Regal Elite figure. Oh, nice! nice. Which is pretty nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. So I got that. That'll go on the wall in here eventually when I get it. So. That was good. As the birthday boy coming to you live in HD now with like a real rig and everything, I'm going to get the whole thing set up and we'll be real professional, all of us. 
I still can't find anything on on Google about this. What were we looking for again? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, I don't know what it is, but based on Marky's reaction, I'm recommending you go in incognito mode on that, Kirch. I don't give a I'm fuck, just bro. writing it. I'm just writing uh, who, the word who, gridlock, and I'm who, trying to figure it out. Why would you? <laughs> who's who's going to... Who's gonna Who's gonna look on my phone? I live by myself. I have nobody to answer to but myself. I mean, Google is not the app you would want to search. I think I'm gonna text my wife. She's upstairs. I'm well, ask I, her I, if she I, knows I don't. She's not gonna know. I don't have Grinder, <laughs> so I don't know what we're gonna do here. I was just gonna say Twitter. Oh, Twitter! Is this about a Rainbow Six character? <laughs> no. Hmm. I can't this find is, it. I, I have can't. no idea. Oh, I'll video games. Am, I gonna, am I gonna see a video that I don't want to see right now? It's, you'll see a lot of jokes. There might be some for maybe. Uh, I have ruined this podcast now. <laughs> we were trying hey, to avoid. We were trying to avoid the horny talk this week, and that got no, shot. No, we out. never avoid the horny talk. <laughs> Remember, I just I gave the pre, I pre, the let everyone know this you is did. unhinged Marcy. So you did. But hey, Street Fighter Six came out. I spent my weekend doing that. I know. I know. Uh, Stan hates when we talk about not wrestling, but this is what we like to call in the industry evergreen contents. Uh, just stuff you can go back, even if you don't know wrestling, you'll, you'll get you. We're making us more relatable because not every one person just just only follows wrestling. They have other interests, and that's how we pull people in. Stan, I I know what was you're our not game? you're not in the industry, yeah, so I figured I explain it to you. Love you, buddy. But Street Fighter Six came out. That game fucking sick. Thank you, Stan. Yeah, give so me a review. It's wrestling adjacent. Um, World Tour mode is radical. It's like if they were like, let's just throw a PS2 game into uh, our fighting game. It's fucking awesome. Reuse learning how wait, to is use there, a wait, phone. Mars, wait, Mars, is there a is there like a um a one player like like linear mission mode or is it all still fighting? They throw you into like an open world and like the combat's obviously fighting, but you make your own character. You basically meet all the other Street Fighters and you learn their moves and you can kind of pick and choose what you want to use. But yeah, it's really cool, fun stuff. Everyone, check it out. Play, come play me, E Girl Femboy, boy spelled B O I. Other that. than that, I oh. guess I saw another drag show. I totally put over uh, your OnlyFans on uh, Wrestling Tears, by the way. Hell yeah. Oh, I know something I did. I moshed in the dress and my fucking boots. I am sick. Where was that? Uh, so we went. To, we originally went to the field house and I said positive things, but things things have come to light. And I feel like it's a, it's a little too a little too sanitized for my takes. I don't fuck with any queer clubs that have a VIP section. That's just me, though. So we decided to uh, me and JB headed up to uh, no class. Home of Wrestle Rager. See, I'm keeping this relevant still. Yes. Uh, and they, what they were doing is they were having <clears throat> a bunch of electronica and punk and hardcore bands play and having drag performances in between the sets. And I just had enough drinks in me. I just got to get to go in there. It's really hard to hands. Two, it's really hard to two step in those boots. Ooh. Oh, I get it now. Okay. You do? <laughs> all right. Send me a text. <laughs> it's all coming together for brothers. It just supposed it just looks Coming like together for it just mothers. looks like another thing. I'll, yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. We couldn't find it at all, and that's all it is. Yeah, okay. I, but once I went to Twitter, it, it was like one of the handful of one of them. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I guess we're not going to tell everyone. We're going to let everyone else try to figure it out. But let's let Stan from Burlington figure it out. Stan, hey, Stan Redlock, what do you, figure it what out. Do you, what do you think Redlock is? Stan has <laughs> definitely paid paid to see it at least a few times, probably. <laughs> I know for a fact there's been some money's exchange for old Stan. I know all about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, it can't be possible because 
like it doesn't apply to Malcolm or Dom. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe Dom in a different term. <laughs> oh. oh God. <laughs> you never know with old Stan. You never know. Yes. The unhinged is coming off for me and onto all of you. I love it. <laughs> We've lost mothers. He is now gone. He has left this mortal plane. You know, I, I'm going to keep Dom on Friday. I hope the conversation doesn't come up. He doesn't listen. Oh. It's all right. We're good. I think someone should send this specific clip to him. My name is Butters. This is IW Guide. I'm Marcy. The unhinged one Jiggle. this week. Jayhawk. I think I broke them. Probably. I like it. Jayhawk, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, not a whole lot. Mike and Capote have a baseball game on Saturday, but like 10 and 4 the game of Capote to start. We got notified that the other team wasn't going to show up because it was like farm safety weekend or some bullshit. So my son team ended up scrimmaging against the team, the team, uh, the age level above them for like two innings just to get some work in. Ah, uh, that was a waste of my Saturday. That sucks. Have they been playing Street Fighter? I did finally, I did finally break down and watch my DVD of Clerk Three, and while the movie is very good, like I cried for like twenty minutes, and like I'm kind of pissed at myself for watching it now. It's a great, I, I think it's a good I, movie. Yes, I watched that ending a hundred times because I feel my own mortality at the end of that every time. Yeah, I thought it was great. Also, I have to put this out there since I did mention Street Fighter Six. Derek, that invitation's still open. I know you're listening. I will teach you the ropes. Yeah, I will get you good. Let's play some Street Fighter, buddy. Yeah, I trust Marcy. Your opinion, I trust now over anyone when it comes to video games. I don't think I know anybody else who who knows them the in and outs as well as you do. I have the best opinions. Yes, they're good. They're good when it comes to games. I need to. I have a lot of questions for. You. I think I want to do a show with you where I just ask you questions <laughs> on games that I haven't played yet. You just pester me incessantly about. Yes, I have so many games and questions for about those games that I want to know about. So I think we have something here. That might that might have to be a very special episode of an upcoming Patreon uh, show we're doing. Yes, Josh and Noise Marcy. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we, we call it. <laughs> but so what's you, on don't, this don't, week? Don't you already do that? Like every every episode. I yeah, but now I can like it would just be me and her, and I can just. Literally annoy her all the for an hour. We could go. <laughs> you could check out an hour block. Tell- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. I don't think. I mean, it'll be on Patreon, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> Just an hour of me going, Marcy. So gridlock. What? What? Marcy, gridlock. Gridlock. Yeah, I, I'm looking. I can I show you some. Mar- I mean, I can. <laughs> I can show you some examples. <laughs> Well, I'm going to find out eventually. I may take you up on it. So let's see what's going on. (laughs) He doesn't know. Uh, He does not know. It's the best. (laughs) Oh, shit. Eric, and I am keeping my mouth shut. So what's on? Almost like you got some gridlock in your mouth. I mean, what? Oh, (laughs) whoa, whoa. And you just told me a little bit more about it than I really wanted to know. Whoa. Can I? What what's on this week? Josh still doesn't know. <laughs> what's on? <laughs> Happy Pride Month, everyone. <sighs> yep. Dude, I really like for Pride Month that MV Young is just posting about uh all the LGBTQ people that he's beat up. 
Like it would not work for anybody else, but it no. works for MV. <laughs> I mean, he's also part of the LGBT right, community. Right, so but it's like, just, it makes yeah, me I mean, laugh. Like, I'm like, be, oh man. It would be, be very different if that came from a cis hat guy. Right, right, right. But yeah. I just, it just makes me laugh. And I'm just like, oh, only MV would be like ballsy enough to fucking do that. Cause like, I still feel like people, not enough people have seen it that they might try to come for him anyway, even though, cause just cause they don't know. Oh, uh, it's really funny. That's why he's our king. Right. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, what's on this week, guys? What's on, what's on this weekend? weekend? I'll right, well, start on the Fight TV kind of thing. Cork, Ohio Valley Wrestling with their weekly TV show, third day, seven o'clock, like normal. Greek Town Wrestling had four shows this weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday, Friday kind of show, correct? 7 30 start, 5 30 start for the Sunday show. And the match I'm most looking forward to out of that entire weekend will be on Friday, June the 9th. Four way ladder match. Friend of the show, <clears throat> Derek Dillinger, Ricky Shane Page, Channing Decker, and Makato Tanaka. Four way ladder match should be fantastic. To... I cannot believe Derek gets to wrestle Masato Tanaka because the last time we saw him was what 2018 or 2019 at AIW against Nick Gage. Oh, he's still going just in Japan though. Like he No, I know, but like remember, like Derek was not anywhere near that level when Tanaka was here. And now he's Derek has brought his career to another level to where now he's wrestling Tanaka and he's he's a credible threat and Derek is the man. So I'm glad to see that. He's getting the big matches he deserves. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, uh, also on fight this week, Saturday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling for getting their rarefied air event live. And I'll I'll include it with the fight because it is on fight pay-per-view. It is also available on Impact Plus. Impact Wrestling for getting against all odds live from Columbus, Ohio. Main event of that show is Steve Macklin defending the Impact World title against Alex Shelley. Yeah, Trey Miguel against Chris Gaben for the X Division title. Masha Klemovich against Killer Kelly in a dog collar match and much more on that card. I assume a lot of people we know will be at that show. I mean, fans-wise, not wrestlers. Yeah, I know a few that were planning on going, whether they actually go or not. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. And then over on the IWTV side, Thursday, as always, we have Wrestling Open. Uh, On Friday, St. St. Louis Anarchy presents Giants Woke, Eyes Open. Featuring Billy Starks versus Miyu Yamashita, Brogan Finley versus Gary J. For the Destination Championship, Davey Vega takes on Ram De La Suede. Jeremy Wyatt takes on Anakin Murphy. Shaza McKenzie's taking on Evan Gillespie. I'm, I'm sorry, I messed that up. IW, IW guide favorite Shaza McKenzie takes on Evan Gillespie. Full Power Thunder Muscles takes on Billy McNeil and Victor Analog and Nick King versus Aaron Williams. Then also on Friday, June 9th, Freelance presents Freelance vs. The World 9. Uh, for the Freelance Championship, Storm Grayson will be defending against Craig Mitchell. Shane Mercer will be taking on Effie. Dan the Dad will be taking on Alec Price. For the Freelance Tag Team Championships, the Bang Bros will be defending against Laney Luck and GPA. Trevor Outlaw will take on Sandra Moon. And Mojo McQueen versus El Torino versus Amar- Marcus versus Arrow Boy in a fatal four-way match. And then H2O for their weekend has a couple anniversary shows. Uh, first of all, on Saturday, it's 7F and Years Night 1. 
uh, with the main event being for the IWTV, the IWTV Independent Wrestling World Championship, Matt Tremont will be take, defending against Brogan Finley for the H2O Tag Team Championships. Red Dead Redemption, Ryan Redfield and Manders will be taking on Sawyer Wreck and Ron Bass Jr. And then for the Hybrid Championship, Kennedy Copeland defends against Lucky 13. And then on Sunday for night two for the H2O Championship, Manders defends against Gigi Everson in a 700 light tube death match. Neil Diamond cut, cut, Cutter takes on Matt Tremont. And for the Danny Havoc Hardcore Championship, Brandy, Brandon Kirk defends against Bam Sullivan and Marcus Mathers in a three-way dance. Woo! Also, don't don't forget about Thursday Night Fights on uh, U.S. Indie Wrestling's Twitch page. Uh, that's where you'll get to see a bunch of the 880 kids uh doing things and it's free so check that out every thursday and they always have some other people popping up as well for sure uh mikey Wait, and Ziggy now, have been on there and... I for- butters i forgot to ask you what was that next night at 880 it was no ring yeah it was like it was at another uh it was like sunday they did like a no ring show and it's up on the uh um in the school they did it no it was at another location in the, in in that area but they flew in Zazzy Boatwright, which made me upset because I miss Zazzy. So hmm. hopefully I'd enjoy. Hopefully. I oh, keep I, I keep I pushing so, for right? it. I keep pushing for it. It doesn't guarantee anything. Zazzy's been on there before. They have, but uh Yeah. Who knows? But uh Yeah. Yeah, I was very upset that uh, I was like a, a day or so early for Zazzy. So gotta gotta make that connection next time. So the weekly review. <laughs> review time baby i'd say it's been so long since we did it but it's only been two weeks (laughs) you know what we we've we've cornered the market on interviews so going back to our bread and butter which is the uh the review time and and this week we are reviewing aiw gauntlet for the gold team which took place on may 20 2023 from fourth work in eat lake ohio airing live on fight plus uh a couple of us were there i would not i was not either only i was there i was shaking my ass for scene queen Oh, I was right. at I was at that venue though for the uh for the uh Black Friday show. Yeah, and I like that place. Last year, yeah. 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 The the if there's a lot of open space, it's not too hot. Um I bet you I mean, Butters, how many people do you think they had for this one? It was it was it packed like the one that we went to for uh Black Friday? No. Um, but they still did decent. I'd probably say there was three hundred or so. Three hundred maybe more, I would I would guess. I mean that probably. place has to fit. Yeah, that has to be more than that. But I, 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 I like that venue. I like the bar up there. I think it's fun. Um, you, there's a lot of parking, so it definitely is conducive to uh, having their big shows there. I would think. Yeah. Now there was a dark match. I'm going to defer to you, Butter. And you're the only one who caught Austin James defeating Vic Vike in the dark match. What'd you think about that one? Um, it was it was all right. I know that they they had been asking for it, and Vic Vice just comes out and shows so much like uh, aggression now. I, I guess I would say uh, he's very, very hyped, very uh, amped up when he comes out. Uh, his tag partner wasn't with him, um, so that was kind of weird. He was off in the distance watching from from the sidelines, but he wasn't at ringside with him. So I don't know what that's all about. Um, but Austin James came out. You know, he did his thing, and uh, he had his people in the crowd cheering for him. And uh, they had a good little match. The, the only bad part, like uh, they did flub the finish, which it is what it is but like the good thing is is that they didn't try to do it again because it was like a spot out of the corner uh off the top rope so they literally just like 
hurry up and like he threw Vic off the ropes and then hit a pop-up power bomb and pinned him. So like they just like went into like a secondary finish real quick instead of like trying to go back for what you know the other finish was supposed to be. So like they they recovered quickly and covered for it pretty well. So if you if oh, that's you good. If you hadn't been, if you haven't watched a shit ton of wrestling like my dumb ass, uh, you probably wouldn't have caught it. So it looked good. I was very uh, surprised and 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 uh, happy that they were able to just go right into the next thing because you know a lot of young talent they try to like keep going back to that move and and trying to get that move off and it's like nope, just go to the next thing and finish it real quick. So they were smart and had yeah, a, like- a nice little finish. Yeah. I like the dark matches before. I think they like it, it really it's much harder to get the fans at least in some sort of mood, right? Before they before you get to a show and putting a a dark match in or two, I think really warms people up as opposed to just kind of cold sitting and waiting for Steve Guy to come out. Mm-hmm. I do like the legitimate dark match. I what I don't like are independent shows that do a pre-show match and you're not, like you're not streaming, you're not even like just leaving a fucking video camera. Like you don't, you're not doing a fucking pre-show. You're doing a match. Well, those days are kind of over, aren't they? Like, there's not, there's not, oh, there's almost no uh, indie show that doesn't stream at this point. I mean, even yeah. that, even that uh, Shadow Wrestling Alliance was streaming. I mean, <laughs> the vast majority of the shindies that uh, J- Jayhawk works in Ohio do not stream. So, ah, okay, sorry, Jayhawk. Yeah, well, in fairness, the one guy work don't actually do pre-show matches either. But I have seen it within the last two years. People still doing, oh, be, get here twenty minutes early for our pre-show match, and you're not streaming. Dropkick Diabetes did that shit. Here's our pre-show battle royal, and it's like, no, it's the opening fucking match. You're not streaming. It's the opening fucking match. That's not the one with Val Venus, right? No, that one. That one's not till next month. Oh, I'm yeah. I, I get. I get it confused. Right, 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 right brand, but that that show has not happened yet. Ah, uh, hopefully it won't. <laughs> Can't put Val Venus in front of people. Come on. He's talking yeah. about like slavery now on this thing. Like he's, he's fucking, fucking... batshit crazy. I, I don't understand. The man this is, is this all tracks back to because Nyla Rose won the AEW Women's Championship. Yeah, <laughs> that just set him off over the edge. Such a queen just somehow drove this man into insanity. Drove the uh, adult film star. Who smokes so much weed and should be way more chill. Right? You'd think he'd be super liberal with as much weed as he smokes, but it's fucking insane. Anyway, moving on to a wrestling show we want to talk about. Yes. (laughs) Let's talk about an actual good wrestling show. Sure. The fight dream dark with a recap of Cibernetico de Mayo, which I appreciate. I I, I like the fact you're seeing more and more of these little highlight packages and promo being incurred throughout the show. Oh, yeah. The present, like... This has been such a huge yeah. step up in presentation and stuff. Like, I know they had a little, there was some growing pains when they first went off on their own, but like watching now, it's, it has been incredible to watch. Like, well, like even little... down to that opening, Mars, like even down yeah. to like the WWE style, like AIW opening. I mean, everything just looks, it's so much better and it's so much more enjoyable as a at home viewer. You know, it just, it just makes everything feel more important, you know? Well, because, yeah, it's one of those things I don't think about too much because I'm going to the shows live, so I'm usually not watching them. But, like, from the few I've missed and then watched, I'm, like, from IWTV to when they first started and to now, it's been such, like, leaps and bounds. Uh, the production side has improved. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a totally different product. And it's, it's you, you know, they've had so many names come through the doors in 20 years or however many years they've been around that you, you would, and now they're almost like, 
they're leaning into the fact that they are one of the largest and most popular or most well-known indies in the country. So you might as well lean into it and start doing things that make you look like you are the big leagues because you are the big leagues and people aren't getting an opportunity to see what else you can do with all the creativity and everything they have. So I think they're really leaning into it now. The last, like, what was it? Five shows, maybe they've been adding all those like vignettes and the, the opening in the last three shows. So it's great. I love it. I, I think it's about time. They've, they've taken that uh, understood that they are the big time and they, that's where they belong. And that's the kind of stuff that they put out. So it's, it's a good thing to see. It's, it's nice. Our opening contest is for the AIW Tag Team Championship. The champion money shot defending against members only. The Duke joining Matt Wadworth on commentary. How convenient. Uh, the Cum Boys are the tag champs. Yeah, I don't know who this money shot you're talking about is. I know the Cum Boys. Uh, the the uh, on screen graphic get money shot. So that, that must have been a typo. They someone they must have like <laughs> uh, we we know we just hyped up the production, but you know, nothing's perfect. They made one little mistake. It's okay. Cum boys. Now I get it. It took me a little while to realize who you guys were talking about before on Twitter and stuff. I was like, why do they keep doing that? Oh, now money shot. Now I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the Duke is joining Matt Walkworth on commentary for this match. He said he wants to scout on behalf of the Bitcoin boy for the eventual rematch. One character, Taylor Kelsey. Good little opening match here. Well, yeah, I mean, members only is great. And these guys are really good heels. So, you know, I, I, I would expect nothing less from, from the, the surging members only, really. They keep getting better with each match. Like, well, I think Thorne mentioned something about this is several months ago. They kind of disappeared off of the shows for a little while. And I think Thorne wanted to kind of light a, a fire under their butts and be like, you know, we, we need more from you guys. And they have stepped up. I think since the first, it was the Halloween. first, no, it was that. So I think that big, like that big match was that first Kent show or not the first one, but the first one that was inside where they had the uh, street fight with uh, Ripsey shooters. And both teams went so fucking hard in that match. And ever since that, not like that night, it's been like fun to pedal with them. And I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. They've, they've taken the step that I think Thorne wanted out of them to be a credible, you know, threat and, and a, and a, and a part that you expect now on the shows. And they're still so young. So they're only just going to get better at this point. I'd like them to get a little more mass, almost, you know, put a little size on them. And I think, uh, I think, it'll even make them look even more credible as contenders. You know, if they, once they start like growing into their bodies, cause you're right, they are very young. And I think once they start kind of um, filling out a bit, they're going to be more considered more credible. I think Stan would agree with me. I don't, I don't know. I feel like Stan might want Malcolm to stay just a little bit twinkish, just like just a little bit. He can't get too massive. <laughs> you hear that uh, Malcolm? Don't put on too much weight. I, I don't know. Could you imagine like, remember like how tiny, uh young josh bishop was like what if like uh members only like takes whatever he was taking and they turn into just massive massive members <laughs> i feel like you're implying something about joshua bishop that's not there but... oh no no i best. think you i think uh that built to J- the best jared yeah, right you, there. Missed, you missed out no, no i got the joke i was trying to deflect <laughs> We won't like Charlie. You built a comedy pyramid off of one statement, and it worked. You got right to the top on that one. I I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) (laughs) That was just funny to me. I'm just just trying to uh, make funnies, and then I'll retire. Like I had a really good one on if you catch my grift the last episode, and I was told I should just retire after that because I'll never make a joke funnier. So, Costanza, you know, you leave leave on a high note. Exactly. I probably would be Costanza out of that group, but 
I don't know. Finished comic when Elijah Dean hit Malcolm Cambridge with one of the title belt, allowed Gak Nitrum to get a roll up for the pin and a, with a handful of tight and I make content second. Uh, Charles Van, referee, count a little quicker here than it was the rest of the match. You got to keep the count consistent. Yeah, I figure we're going to have a discussion with uh, Charles Van when he comes on the show. So, And we're going to talk about, a little bit more about Charles Van a little bit later on. I got some thoughts about another <laughs> match he refereed later on, which is not all on him. Uh, no, I'm it's staying not out of that conversation all together. <laughs> Mars, we're staying out of it. I'm being a I'll- good boy. I'm going to be a good boy. It'll be all right. I have opinions on that match, but not specifically because of him. Anyway, let's continue. Now we get a backstage vignette. Uh, PME coming back to Matt Cardona, acting for another chant. They're apologizing for screwing up last time. Cardona gives them their gauntlet number. And, yeah, being the absolute champion hack at Perk, keep that in mind for later. Get that come into play. I love, I love the vignettes with the numbers. They did them all night. It was fantastic. Every single guy played off each other perfectly. I love it. Then from there, we have Dominic Garini against Kaplan in what was not advertised like a street fight, but basically a street fight. Turned into one. Yeah. Ryan Karkin's on commentary. They just beat the ever-loving fuck out of each other for 15 minutes and 30 this, seconds. This, this is, is AIW's so we, version of Necro Butcher versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. So so we reviewed their, their first match they had all those years back and seeing, like, they kicked it up. I mean, they're obviously so further along now, but they kicked it up like 10 million notches from that match, and I loved every bit of it. I, I, I mean, even those fucking, uh, um, what were those? Uh, the plastic, you know, storage bin. Uh, equipment storage bins. Those things were not, that's not like a prop. They were just smashing through heavy plastic storage bins. Oh, my like, God. The one that was a Kaplan smashing it through Dom's head. Or yeah, do I have that? Yeah, Dom was that, bleeding oh all over the God. place. God. And he did the cannonball to Dom with one on him. It just got <laughs> obliterated. It was I have such never a seen visual. Yeah, I have never seen uh, uh, storage bins used in a match like that. The way they were used, because they didn't use them like cheesy. Like I'm going to hit like my daughter hits me over the head with a storage bin. They were breaking the plastic on each other and they were bleeding. It was crazy. Also, another underrated moment is just Dom pestering Kaplan with the uh, the ring bell and then ringing in front of his ears and acting like he won. Uh, yeah, those plastic bins fucking hurt if you like break them right and they cut you like uh, it's not fun. Yeah, we've all been there. We put our hands in the wrong place in the garage and all of a sudden you're, you get a cut. And you're like, oh, my God, what was that? It's a plastic bin, broken plastic bin. John Thorne was just happy that was early enough in the night that they're still clicking open to buy replacement to put the equipment in after the show. I mean, they could have used the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Storage coffin. Well, uh, we'll Tom, get to that. You know, somebody was probably in there the rest of the night. So now, Brian Karkin got what probably hit best line ever in, during this match. You go, if you tune in to Key Headlock Takeover, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But if you turn into Tiki Two we'll beat the ever loving shit out of each other. You got your money worth already. And he's absolutely, absolutely. right. Yep. Dominic Carini gets the win with a duplex through some doors, been 15 minutes and 30 kick seconds. We go back to a couple of our uh, vignettes with people picking their gauntlet number. We get uh, we get the Duke. Okay, maybe I'm going to win this year. And then going looking at them and going, I'm too old for this shit. I love that, by the way. <laughs> I get a good, good hearty chuckle from me. And then members only have their number. They're trying to you know, trying to convince the yeah their partner to show them their number. Then Tyson and Rig come in and Conkin and even member Conan like, what the fuck with that? That that's kid. a he just, that's a that's yeah. a running that was a running theme too for this. None of the tag teams wanted to share their numbers with each other. This Tyson Riggs, maybe we're doing something wrong here. He just he seems to pop up all over the place. 
Like he's like herpes. <laughs> from from there, we have but when build and spin the wheel make the deal. More like spin the wheel make the make the deal in name only. More Tom like Josh Joshua Bishop. More like Josh Bishop makes the deal. Yeah. Here's the thing: I like spin the wheel make the deal as a concept. But when you just keep spinning the wheel till you get the match you want, that defeats the entire purpose. And it got to the point that even commentary was like, "Yeah, I don't even know why we're spinning the wheel at this point." Well, they had Trombetta up there doing the spinning the wheel for them, and yep. uh, you know, God bless him, he did a great job. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah, he did a horrible point. job if it took him three tries to get what they wanted. It took him five times. They five won it tries, five yeah. times. Yeah. Shout out to our boy Rip City Pharmacist because I mean, you know what? Um, that was great. I love that. I know Lawler. I, Lawler wanted him to do it. You know it. If Joshua Bishop yells at you to spin it again, of course you're going to spin it again. Like, no one's going to tell him no. I have never seen a Would spin you? the wheel like that. I love it. They should have just rigged it. There was no way to rig it. Put a little weight on one of the sides so that you get what you want. Everybody can kayfabe. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, it starts off like going to be an East Lake Street fight, and it's like, okay, if they get one to do, you don't have to really do a lot of pre-planning for that one. No, they just kept spinning it. They avoided the bare board match, which is probably good. I don't think the ring crew wanted to fix the fucking ring into after that anyway. They finally, they finally settled on a casket match. How convenient! They had a casket laying around. They, they, I think, um, was that they Brady the, that made they the, had joke? the kendo? I guarantee you, they had the kendo stick on and and the pole for kendo stick on a pole. Well, after they got the stretcher match and Josh wanted the casket match, Alberti said, why don't we just put the fucking uh, coffin on the uh, on the uh, stretcher? Let's, let's put it all together. Let's put the it's... kendo stick on a pole, the stretcher on top of the casket. I think that's, that's what put Alberti good... over, too, by the way. He's doing so much better week after week after week. I love listening to him and Wadsworth. I, I really think, do. I think you all are forgetting the fact that there was not a cock cutter match on there, and there should have been. <laughs> But what would they have actually done? I think we've forgotten about. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the name implies what would need to happen to win the match. So yeah, but who's gonna do that? You think Uh, Josh Bishop can kick enough to cut somebody cock off if he need to to win a match? uh, I will let you know that Doctor Dan one time paper cut somebody's cock. So that's different. It's the same thing. thing. You make it sound like they have to cut the whole thing off. I mean, as long as you cut, said, as long uh, as you make a cut to yeah. the cock, that's that's all that matters. So does now does like that comments have to this. like actually examine it to see if it's actual cut and not just like a little yeah? Like, they both have to wear oh, white. I'm tights, sure. If, I'm sure. If wear you're, white if you're bleeding the from the crotch. It's it's going to be considered yeah. a, a cut cock. So you gotta get a deep cut. That you can't just do. A little, that's gonna. That's not enough. I mean, what the I, fuck? Anybody I, want to talk about the actual match? No. Yes. Uh, yes. We're yes. Talking about the match. <laughs> we're getting to it. We're getting about a cock it. cutter match that may happen at Absolution. We don't know yet. That's the payoff. That's going to be you versus Charles Van Butters. You and you and referee Charles Van in a cock cutter match. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Part three. Coming to the eighth choik will be cock cutter match. And Atlanta, whatever the eighth choik is, just to make him finish twice. Put me in it. That's a good cheap way to get some GRS. That's not how that works. What What do we got? We got Jayhawk. Anybody have any <laughs> thoughts on the cat get match between Tom Lawler and Joshua Bishop? I, the, the, those guys are great. I love watching Tom Lawler have fun in a wrestling match. I feel like he purposely has enjoyed many years at AIW because of the fact that yes, he can be as he's a credible heavyweight contender, but he also if you just look at him and he just enjoys being part of that roster and locker room. And I think he has a camaraderie with someone like Bishop and a camaraderie with with a lot of the guys back there where they can pull stuff like this off and entertain everyone for it. So 
Uh, you know, every time Tom Lawler's at AIW, you get your money's worth. Also, I'm a little heartbroken that he started using um, Passion Pit again on the show I was not at. I like that song. My daughter loves that song. Also, I really love the spot where he just had, like, all the fans chop him. Hmm. I don't ever get to be at a show where they're laying out chops from the fans. I'd really like to do that once. I have some practice. Not to the chest, but, you know. Uh, I can ch- I'd can. i love a good chop. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> The same principles apply. That's all I'm saying. Take your hands off your face. (laughs) No. Jay Gold's going to pretend like he's going to do a chop and he's just going to give him purple nurples. I'm in for that. He might be into it too. Yes. What? (laughs) That really hype him up. That might be the thing that like hypes him up so much to get him the win. There you go. What do we got, Jayhawk? Joshua Bishop win. 17 minutes and 14 seconds. We go to intermission here, and I, I'm shocked they went to intermission this early. I really thought they were going to do this a lot later on the card than they did. Also, also, my biggest complaint always with Fight TV stuff is they never edit out the fucking intermission. This is the perfect solution to it. Yeah. Just have a bunch of stuff playing so it doesn't even feel like it's intermission. This was well yeah. done. Yeah, so they're going to do that forever, I think. I think that's their that's the game plan. Because at this point, Fight TV is clearly not going to edit out the intermissions because they haven't been doing it for years now. Yeah. Can we get a a, a lot of guys picking up their number? We get production picking up picking their number. Walking King can get their number. Arthur MacArthur King, I'm going to make history and then go to Disneyland. I'll keep I'll, I'll keep out there, Chuck and Chuck go. No, you won't. Uh, Austin James asked Dominic Greeny for advice, and Dominic Greeny just tell him he out there. Money shot, Mikey Montgomery, PB Smooth, Marion Fontaine, Wes Barkley all get their number. Mikey went from being really optimistic to not so optimistic in his. Yes. We get a video hyping the Derek Dillinger Shaw making match of Cup Coming. And that was very a- well done, by the way. Super well done. Yeah, we didn't get a promo backstage with Cam Holloway and Shaw making where they're hyping each other up for their respective title matches later on in the show. And then we have a segment with Tom Lawler getting his number for the gauntlet for the gold. We come back to the announce table for intermission, and John Thorne is there because they cannot find Alberti. And John Thorne's like, we better find him. Like, I don't want to do commentary. Like, where is he? Somebody find him. We then we find out at the next match start that Alberta was just talking to people and lost track of time. But he ain't back in time. Him. You know what? He, he was taking pictures now. Now, Alberta's a big star now. He's, he, he gets harassed wherever he goes. We come back from the intermission with Jocelyn Navarro taking on Miyu Yamashita. Oh, my God. He said it right. Finally. I've been trying to get that name for, what, four weeks now? Great. I'm proud of you. See, that's what a Hall of Fame ref does. He he gets better. He still gets better and better every time. But this was a great match, and I'm very proud of Jocelyn, uh, an, an IW Guide favorite. And uh, she, honestly, she uh, she took it to her. This was super, like, super smash style. And I was very, very happy to see um, Jocelyn uh, pick up, you know, the win there. It was, it, it was needed. It was, uh, you know, the kind of match that, you know, you just look at her. She she deserves it. She's she's not a gatekeeper anymore. She should, if they had a title, it would probably be on her. They do have a title. It's just forever on Shayna Baker. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they had it, it would be on her, but they don't have it. Sounds like they need a 30-day rule or something. There's got to be at least like a one-year rule. Or at how many? I mean, like a, we're at like a five or six-year rule at this point. Longer than that, I think. I mean, Shayna Baszler has said that she would defend it against, uh, against her, so... They should do one of those Vikingo things where she defends it and they don't film it and they let her drop the belt and then they have it. Uh, I definitely agree, though. Jacqueline did a great job hanging with Yamashita. I 
I shouldn't be surprised at this point, but I would get, get collectively surprised with how well Jacqueline matches up with, with, with the names they bring in. Yeah. They're bringing she's in people ki- with all kinds of different dialogue and Jacqueline right there with them, with every mm-hmm. single one of them. Oh, she's killed it every single time. You know where she got her jumping off was that Thunder Rosa match. Yeah. She, she earned all of her stripes in that match and now is just off to the races and that's it. Now there's really no stopping her as far as who Thorne puts her against. I don't know who that um, that girl is who's going to be on the, the bowling alley card over in Youngstown, but Jocelyn's got her. So, you know, I'm just waiting for Jocelyn to pick up another W right there. And it's Jocelyn getting the win with a crossbody into the corner, 10 minutes and 31 seconds. I, I, it's, it's weird saying that Jocelyn Navarro gets an upset win, but you really got to feel like it's an upset win. I mean, I agree. I'm, I'm also much respect to Yamashita for, for oh, you know, going with that. You know, she doesn't have to. She's a huge name right now. Um, and, uh, and yeah, she put her over well. And, and Yamashita's lovely. I, I've seen her live now. Uh, not just streaming. I've seen her in person three times, and it's just great to see. You know, she's doing a lot of work. She's all over the place. Oh, she's. So, I'm so excited to see her a few weeks and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, they go crazy for her. We saw her at uh, at um, one of the shows at the Mecca, um, and I saw her. Uh, was it DPW? I'm trying to figure out which one she was at, but um, yeah, we. I've seen her at a bunch of shows at the Mecca, and she is willing to go. You know, go and do her thing. So. It's great. Good match. Good for Jocelyn. She needs she deserves it. So Okay, from there we have Intent Rule for the AIW Intent Championship. Derek Dillinger defending against Sean Aiken. Of course, the big hype here is Sean Aiken, nine months into business, getting his first title match and one on one on one title match. And having a hell of a match with Derek. Oh yeah. And you you could bet Derek was super proud to go up against one of his students, but uh Derek and, and him had very good chemistry. It was a good Derek always is gonna put on a good match. I was glad this wasn't second to the end again. Um, they've started to move his his matches to like maybe third to the end to give you a little breather in between. But this was this was fantastic. I mean, it was exactly what needed to be done to get Shaw over. Derek is already over Ziggy. You know, it was good stuff. Yeah, the crowd uh, angered Ziggy, so she was going feral again. Uh, they were wrestling in the crowd and. Uh, Right in front of Shaw's friends and family. Shaw's friends and family kind of got close, and and Derek had to shove some of them away. And Shaw got there very clearly. Yelled "fuck you" to Derek at one point. That was that was that not the the school bus driver from the Magic School Bus? (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. That was Miss Purple. You're right. Yeah, get it right, Jayhawk. I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, great, great ending there. Sean Aiken getting several near falls near the end, including one off a of destroyer that everybody bit on. Got the ankle lock on Derek. Biggie interfere. Macon get the ankle lock on Biggie and eat the forearm to the back of the head. Derek get the pin at twelve twenty nine. This I is like a massacre the- elbow. Yep, I, Ooh, I, I love that. Name. I like that. Yeah, I do like that. And I love the story with that finish here. Shaw had it one, took his eye off the ball for that split second. Derek took advantage. That's fantastic. I love it. You, Fucking you think killed so? him with that elbow. It was gross. So you think since he's calling it the Cinemasker elbow, we can maybe get a collaboration with the Angry Video Game Nerd? I don't think that dude is cool enough anymore to do the collaboration. I feel like James, uh, whatever his face is, is not that cool anymore. He's he's not, but I still... Uh, you know what? Out of all the YouTube content creators and the, the past they've gone down, him just being a little cringe now, and just he's just an older guy now, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just an older guy. That's it. He's he's hit, you know, the the cringe age. It's it's the dad the dad cringe age. And that's okay. 
the original stuff though was his original angry video game nerd stuff was un unstoppable original i just waited every time for every review and i don't know how he beat some of those games i used to watch just to see the end of the games he was beating <laughs> all right now on to the match that we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about i think there's a lot to uh, uh, and some other co uh podcast token okay there's a lot to unpack here aiw absolute champion matt cardona with bill alfonso and steph delander defending against cam hardway holloway big sam Big Sam. Oh, he started off hot in this match, too. Yeah, but get the, get the near fall, not even a minute in. Looked like it's going to be a short night. Now, and uh, commentary does a great job mentioning Charles Bam is you know, working the game training clan at Cam Holloway. Are we going to be a little bit more lenient? He's not going to DQ Cardona right away, but he doesn't want to cost Hardway the, the, the championship in his first opportunity. I appreciate that storytelling, but it's going to cause some problems later on, which we're going to get to. But basically what happened is once Cardona realized and oh shit the kid can beat me, we've got Steph interfering at will. We got Fonke interfering at will. It's not stopping it. It's not stopping Cam. Cam is yeah. Yeah, still yeah, still getting his advantage on Cardona. Then PME interfered. It's five on one for like eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, and it went on entirely too long. And it's playing off the story of well, yeah, he being too he being lenient, he doesn't want to cost him the title. Fine. Referee discretion. But my first question here after about four minutes of this shit is, it's been two years of Matt Cardona having everybody and their dog interfere on his behalf. Why aren't people fucking helping the challengers at this point? Somebody also, come out, even the fucking odds. As, it, as a referee, doesn't he have the power to send them to the back? He does. I'm so I'm not going to judge his refing specifically. I'm just so over it with this Cardona stuff. Like, I get that it has its crowd and it's probably doing them good business. But here's the thing. As a fan, I don't have to necessarily give a shit about that. I'm just tired of it. Um, I think we're going to get a good payoff at the end, but I'm just kind of ready for it to be over. Yeah, I, I'm, just looking at it from the, I'm just looking at it from the logical common sense thing here. The first time Cardona's there and he's getting away with that kind of stuff, okay. The second time, maybe. The third time, maybe. It's been two years of this shit. Uh, that's you, that's funny you say that because when we were at at uh, when I when it came to Akron, um, I was sitting on the side in that match where Cardona wrestled Bishop, and I was sitting with like Jocelyn and uh, uh, Austin James and and members only, and the match was going on, and there were all the interference. And I turned and looked at him. And I go, "How come nobody ever helps him? Like, <laughs> how come you guys are all just sitting here? Let's go, let's get in there and beat the shit out of him." But I, I mean, I guess that's. Part of what Cardona's gimmick is, I guess. I'm just like I said, I'm tired of it at this point. And yeah. and, and then the finish and then the finish is Matt Cardona, Bell Alfonso, definitely in there, and both members of PME all covering Cam Holloway and and Charles Van counting the pinfall. If the goal is well, I don't want to cost him the championship on a cheap DQ, why are we fucking counting that pin? None of the none of this make any sense. Now it made Cam Holloway look like a fucking monster. It took five yep. people to it took five people to beat him. He was kicking out of all of Cardona's best shit. In that in that sense, it did its job. That's fantastic. This made Charles Van look like shit. It's not his fault, but it made him look fucking bad. And if your referees have no credibility, then you don't have any credibility. I mean, I, I don't. I would say Charles Van looked bad, like credibility wise. I think that just the ending. I, I would say the ending was you know was was uh, head scratching, but. You know, I'm not gonna. I, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna hold it against Van for it. I think he, it. You know, he's a young. Yeah. 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 He said yeah, it's I'm not, not his it fault. It's, it's just not his. No, I get it. The story that they told was not in favor of Van. They did not. Whoever booked that, right. whoever agented that match, did not have 
that in their in their in their sights when they did that they it ended up making him look like shit and i took to twitter to tease about that and kind of kayfabe it up a little bit and you know act like an angry fan and then you know some people took it that i was actually like upset with them and calling them names and i'm like no that's not the case at all uh to the fact that he's coming on our show at the end of next month so yeah. it's not he you even understood like I, I literally dm'd him I was like, look, I'm not attacking. He's like, no, I totally get where you're coming from with everything. He's like, I don't, I'm not even upset. He's like, it's, you're fine. So it wasn't, yeah, I mean, he, I, he even understood I, I get where I the other people came to his, yeah, I get everybody came to his, his uh, defense. And I understand why, because he's a young guy, a young ref and, and want to make sure he's protected. But, he, he had been yeah. doing a hell of a job. He, nine, nine months that was in a tough and spot he better to than be guy I've seen at our five, 10 years in the fucking business. Like he's doing a great job. This did yeah, that's not a tough spot to good. be in. The booking was, yeah, the booking was not ideal for him. I agree with you. That was a tough. Yeah, whoever, spot. whoever agented the match, just it didn't didn't do, do it justice right? to him. Is it absolution yeah. yet? Dude, I'll I can't wait. I can't Please wait for Burner to just fucking spoilers. We're, no, we haven't got it. I don't end. even care. I don't even, dude. It's uh, this was two months. This was two weeks ago at this point. I don't give a fuck. I need Broner to just fucking make to force feed his fucking forearm down <laughs> broski's fucking feet. throat like i'm so fucking done with broski i need i want multiple lariats on broski like i've been telling broner every day like i was like i'm i want like three in this match and i want you to throw them as hard as you possibly can like you're the new stiffy mcgee i want you to fucking hurt him with these with these fucking lariats uh i want him so bad i need i need him to just fucking rip his head off yep, yep. Need Steph Delander to take one I need PME to take uh, a double done I'm so done yeah I I, I need I need Jocelyn <laughs> to stop Steph Delander I have what, wait, whatever I'm, tag team gonna wind up feuding with PME coming out of absolution they need to stop PME Fonky fun, you let Fonky be Fonky and I don't know if you need somebody to counteract him I don't think but oh no he needs to put like, through a table by justice I mean, I mean that guy, that guy deal, but I'm I'm going under the assumption until I actually hear the Justice on the card that he's not there. But well, Justice is healed, so he I feel like he'll be an absolution, and there will be some punishment for Fonzie. Um, have, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have breaking news. Ronald Two Legs is back on Twitter. What? Oh my God! Everyone, go give him a follow at uh, Two Legs with a Z A I W. No way! I motherfucker. Where two legs with a Z? Yeah, AIW. The number two. Yep, there he yeah. is. Glad to have two you back. Legs. There he is. AIW. I don't know. I don't find him. I have no idea. He followed it no me. Result. It says that he followed me. Do you know it's so weird? Because he literally liked one of my tweets, and it didn't even dawn on me that he liked one of my tweets. Well, here he is. <laughs> I'm such a jackass. Huh. Oh my god. There he is. This is a this, this is wild. What Ronnie the hell? Deuces back, Sorry to back. interrupt the the podcast, but this is big news. No, this is big news. Uh, Ronnie Deuces Soundman Extraordinaire is back on the Twitter machine on the Bird app. Oh. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, no, and it's and I try to explain to people like I'm sure Cardona is you know a very nice person. Everybody backstage, he probably helps a lot of the young guys. He probably does a lot of great stuff. I don't care. I don't care for him. He doesn't do anything for me. He could put over every single one of my favorite wrestlers in AIW. Still wouldn't mean shit to me. I don't care about him. He has go away X-Pac heat with me at this point. Like, I just don't fucking care about him. I don't want him around. And I understand why he's there. 
and I understand all the reasons for everything, and that's fine. I've I've sucked it up this long, but, we're, but so you can't make me like him just because he puts butts in seats. That's fine. I, I that's whatever. I don't care. I don't have to like him. But you're, I don't you're have to like that him. opinion. Yeah, just it's like a that. fan's opinion. You don't have to like him. He's like. Like and it's, and it's not like dis- it's not it's not good heat either. It's I don't fucking care. I'd rather read a newspaper during his matches. Heat, like okay. I don't care. That's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. You should bring a newspaper mm-hmm. to the next show. Nope, I'm not going to the next show. I will be at Absolution. Will be my next show. Oh, you're gonna miss me. I know. And I'm gonna. And then I'm gonna. I'm miss probably you. gonna regret it too because probably like that the 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 next uh the bow down is like the rap show, so it's probably gonna be fucking crazy. And oh, I'm probably I'm not gonna be there. So. You're not going to that one. What? Wait, I thought the next one's the bowling Youngs- Youngstown. I'm not going to that one. He's not going to that one. So he's missing- going to enjoy, and he's not going to the rap show because in that building in Cleveland, which is, if you don't oh, get a good okay. deed, it's pain in the ass. Yeah, and I don't. I, I got I, it. I'm, I got just, it. I'm being, trying to be financially smart right now with my money because I don't have a ton of it. So, like, if I wanted, like, I want to get the AEW video game. So I, that's money right there. I have to spend. So that's going to yeah, take money it. out of my, you know budget of going to wrestling shows so like even this saturday for old is like in question because i don't know if i'm gonna have the money to spend to drive up to cleveland and buy a ticket as much as i want to go just i mean that's just the world we live in now you gotta watch your your budget so and i can watch it on fight and it's one of the rare times that i won't be there and i'll watch it on fight and you know but i'm still gonna be there for absolution i'll have my absolution ticket uh, I'll still do the Jefferson show like I always do every year. Um, I just that building with Ticketmaster fees and just I know they're trying their best with everything. It's just it's not it's not in my budget. So well, I have got I got my ticket to Abso, my car rented, and the hotel room booked. So we are ready to roll for that one. Uh, oh. I definitely think we just need to meet up and have dinner before the show too. So I want to plan on that staying- this time. Yeah, I think we're staying in Independence so that we could go to the after party afterwards. So we'll make our ride out to um, make our ride over to Akron and hang out over there and then go to the show and then turn around halfway or whatever, go to Parma or something. I think they were going there last time and then we'll head back home. So we're down for everything. We can see everybody. I'll be camping. Nice. Oh, will you? I will be. Is there gridlock when you go camping or is this oh, the, wrong, is that the wrong piece of the word? At this one, there <laughs> probably will be. So, you know, it's the good old, it's our uh, polycules uh, camping trip. So it's going to be a fun time. So Although I feel like so? there's going to be, a, there's going to be brothers. Here's what I need you to do for me during absolution. I need you to FaceTime with us and put your phone in your pocket so we can feel like we're at the show. Okay. Uh, we could wa- we'll still watch it on fight to give him the numbers, but I want to really feel like we're there. Okay. But we need you to do that for us. I think we can make that work. All right. Especially if you're by Ed when Cardona comes out. Especially if you're by Ed when Cardona comes out. Please, brothers, I beg of you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's time for the gauntlet, right? Yeah. So okay. do we do we, what do we want to talk about in the gauntlet? Do we want to run down numbers? Do we just want to talk about certain moments? You know what? I've got the I've got the order of entry and the order of elimination written down here. So I'll start going through my notes and you guys should cut me off whenever you want to talk about something. All right, I'm just oh, gonna yeah. cut you off right now because it was really funny when Tyson Riggs came out and then everybody just beat the piss out of him. That was yeah, that was the best. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I got it. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. And so then, my, okay. Yeah. My note with that. My note with that. Is, can you think your version of Daniel Pewter? If anybody <laughs> remember? P- 
If anybody remembers Daniel <laughs> think, Pewter in the JP literally level. made that joke, they've they pewtered it. Bunch of fucking. I was gonna say, I think they like shit. him. I Jesus. think they like um, Master Riggs less than they like Daniel Pewter. Uh, <laughs> so then, let's get to our first surprise. Let's just do like the surprise entrance, and then go into the who was in the finals. So you know, every year we have um, a certain wrestler that is in the gauntlet. He has been in all sixteen of them. Jared, who am I talking about? Well, you're talking about Marion Fontaine, but he actually came in at our second surprise. We had one surprise right before him. Right. Well, I just want to get Marion Fontaine out of the way because there's other surprises that were people that aren't in, haven't been in AIW in years uh, that showed up. Uh, he pointed out, but good fashion choice in his promo. He had the he had the shirt pocket ready to go, so he could just pull that number out. Super smooth. What a pro. Uh, Superstar Jerry. Yeah. I don't know anything about that dude. Can you guys give me a little background on him? Everybody was so excited, and and I've seen like pictures of that guy. But what's his deal? So he was just a character in the uh, the high school gym days. Uh, he used to wear like this fur coat, and he was AIW superstar Jerry, and he was the intense champion. Uh, he used to have this big banner that said AIW superstar Jerry on it that they would roll out before he'd come out and stuff. That's great. It's just, just a character. Is that kind of like the, uh, the Virgil stuff, like the WWE superstar Virgil sign. I mean, honestly, I only saw him maybe once or twice before he retired. So I can't really give you a full idea of what his whole deal was. I just know that it was a fun, it was a fun gimmick. Like, they did a spot in the one match that uh, we saw Jayhawk where uh, they, they pretended like uh, powder was Coke and everybody got like Coke in their face. It was really great. It was a good time. Yeah, former intense champion, AIW superstar Jerry. Yes, yes. That's where I saw him. He was intense champion. So that's that's how I remember him. So yeah, yeah. You and I, you and I saw him uh, against Rick Brody at Gauntlet 11. Jerry actually owned a victory over Eddie Kingston and intense champion. <laughs> At a Tequila Jack show, go. And then go. Uh, the, the next surprise, yeah, which was... probably came in at number 15, and I tell you, once that Muka kit, the people who knew opt, and then and then the arm came through the curtain and they popped again, Magnum TK. Yes. Okay, so, so I did not believe that that was real when that was going on. I thought Magnum was done. I did not believe it was real. I'm sitting there listening to the music, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that this this is Magnum. And when he came, I could not, I was cheering at my, in my couch, like cheering. Like if this is, and I'm in my head, all these scenarios are playing. I'm like, Oh my God, he signed back full time. I'm going to finally get my fucking picture and he's going to wrestle Derek and we're going to get Dan Housen back. And everything in my fucking head was just flying. And I just was so excited to see him. So I, uh, I was sitting with Pam and Stacy and like, I'm behind them and I like, I hear the music and I'm like, Oh my God, no way. No fucking way. I was like, there's no fucking way. And then I was like, Oh, maybe it's uh maybe it's uh what's his face. And then like, I saw the arm come through and I was like, Nope, it's fucking it's Magnum. I lost my shit. It was so good. It was great. He, he is the best. There's nothing better than Magnum. He, I, I was like obsessed with Magnum as, as a um, new AIW fan. I was just so happy to see him and i and i know now that he's probably going to be around for a little bit to my understanding so it'd be great to finally get that picture that because i'm i that's the one grail picture i do not have and he's he was back with a fresh new hairstyle yeah, yeah. 
looking beefy. He's got himself going. He did he did his uh, familiar spots. Him and Derek even got in there, and Derek kind of screwed him. Every all the feel good moment, and you had you had the dastardly Derek Dillinger do his thing there. That was awesome. Everything about that whole segment was just so good. Mm-hmm. And they let him hang yeah. out for a while too. He threw out a bunch of guys. He he hung in that match. You know that was good stuff. Yeah, he eliminated a couple of guys before Derek ended up eliminating him. And I, with the exception of Cardona, Derek was the biggest deal of the night just for doing the low blow and eliminating him. Like people were pissed. Yeah. And then there was there was one more surprise. And and this one. You heard the music, and the people who knew got it and were chanting its name to the point even commentary was like, they think they know who it is, but there's no way. And sure enough, Dr. Daniel Key Rockingham. Yes. EPR. I needed another guy uh, who just made my soul happy. I needed help. I needed uh, to learn the steps, and he's back to help me learn the steps. So, uh, that his he just made me my my fucking smile on my face was i'm texting sam i'm like dr dan is back holy shit look <laughs> put it on put it on like i was so happy that all the shit that went on there just it felt good it felt right to see dan back because you know what he's been gone way too long and i'm glad to see him like back in the good graces over at aiw as well it's good stuff uh so before we get to the final four we want to talk about your favorite spots um that elimination mikey took through the table oh <laughs> Uh, also, uh, the, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier, but, uh, the super quick, uh, history making spot that, uh, one Adam van made where he was eliminated in under three seconds. Yeah. I, 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 I rewatched the today and I put a separate stopwatch on the Arthur MacArthur elimination. I have two point zero second. That got me unofficial. Official, unofficial from Jayhawk. Somebody, so. what was the time that they had? Didn't they? They were saying they had a time there the whole uh, at, when he got when he got booted. They all they said was that they thought he beat the record, but they didn't say what the actual time was. So, what was the record? Well, they, they, well, they realized they realized that the the gauntlet statistics are very lacking uh, going into this gauntlet. So, I think they're gonna do a huge uh roundup so we'll probably even get like one of those super cool like gauntlet videos next year where they do the by the numbers like uh wwe does which is gonna be fucking sweet if they do that does anyone have any idea who the the next shortest would have been it would have been Jake Clemens. Clemens. yeah yeah yep. so and yeah the guy act for clarification if we had a record <laughs> for the uh longevity record later on we'll, which we'll get to in a, in a little bit here and walk we don't have the number i gotta go back through everything no now we didn't bring up the final entrant yet well we're gonna get there because rem- remember we had the earlier promo where matt cardona could be in the absolute champion hack at perk somehow he was able to get marino tenaglia at number 26 Billy Collins at number 27, Steph Lander at number 28, and Bill Alfonso at number 29. No chicanery going on here at all. Why is Alfonso in it? He was just stacking the deck. Yeah, oh, it, old uh, old Cardona. Someone has to put their foot down on this. I, I mean, He's not even we a wrestler. talked about it tonight. Yeah, we talked about it already. Someone's got to stop this, dude. It's enough already. Okay, if you're going to use the acute that Bill Alfonso was not even a wrestler, we just talked about Jake Clemens having a spot in the goddamn thing a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, uh, also in this, uh, we should also mention that Ziggy was in this year's gauntlet. So yeah. Ziggy came in at 25. Fuck yeah for Ziggy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one spot uh, right before Marino came in. Dr. Dan tried to eliminate Bishop. 
And Tom Lawler gave Bishop for some reason, and commentary tried to pack it off like, no, Lawler, yeah, Lawler was trying to eliminate Bishop and screwed it up. No, he literally helped Bishop back in the ring. They have well, a special bond you know, after their casket match. Uh, and I'm right, not, you I'm, shove another man in a casket, you know, you're friends for life. Now, I'm going to give Alberti the benefit of the doubt there. I'm I'm assuming he's watching the ring and not the monitor, but there's so much going on in the camera or micking thing because they're you know, fairly new on doing their own production. He may not have seen Lawler pull him back in, but it was plain as day on camera that Lawler put, ringing him back in. Okay, but then we get number 30 coming out, and it is the problem. I gave Broner back several months early. We weren't expecting him back to probably this fall. He back in I, two months. I lost my mind when he came out. I was watching this. That was so. That was Fuck such yeah. a good surprise. But I guess it would the be the, part the, about the it fourth is, and biggest surprise. Yeah, I was very happy he yeah, was back. The the best and, and the most um the most credible challenger to come out so you have your surprises right you had fontaine you had uh what's his name jerry magnum was probably a very credible you know you could say okay magnum could win dr dan uh dr dan's a little nostalgia act right at this point you know but uh, broner comes out you're just like that's it there it is i was watching i'm watching the match unfold and i'm like who the fuck is gonna win this thing i could not figure out while i was watching what they had in store so when he finally came out, I was like, that's it right there. So he's ready to go. When yep. before he'd come out and, uh, you know, after listening to the AW podcast and them saying, oh, you know, he's it's whatever was it's worse than what they thought. So he they had to change stuff around when Fonzie came out. He came out to Justice's music. I thought Justice was back and I was like, OK, so we're going to have Justice versus uh broski for the belt at abso i was like all right that's cool like that that could be a fun story to like get us through until broner's ready to come back and take the belt off broski and then it turned out it was fonzie so they got me they got me good on that one so once that happened i was like there can only be one person that it has to be broner like there unless it's some other huge surprise that we're gonna get like eddie kingston versus broski or something in the main event of absolution there's nobody else that it could be it had to be broner and it was, yeah. and it was, it was good stuff. I was very happy. He, yep. And he's credibly, he credibly, again, that word, using that word as a challenger, he credibly cleared the ring of all of Cardona's cronies. He beat the shit out of everybody. And the final four was so, once the final four was set, that was as intense of a showdown between four guys as I've seen. It was, it, that was quite the scene right there. Now. Now, I honestly, when they played Justin Pukic and Fonky came out, I was still expecting Justin to be number 30. I thought they'd hmm. play the music again, and then everybody would laugh it off. Oh, no, oh, big deal. And then Justin would come out, would actually come out. I'm happy at right. Broner. I prefer it at Broner. But I was still expecting Justin. I'm not going to lie. Now, uh, Broner comes out. It is on camera. It was missed by everybody, including me the first time I watched it. Like I, I was looking closely for it this time and barely saw it. Fonky eliminated himself before Broner ever got in the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all that confusion about if, if Fonky told the match, not in the match, and no one had any clue. Fonky was already long gone by that point. Smart man. Broner comes in. He eliminates Philly. He eliminates Marino. He eliminates Dustin Lander. We're left with the final four of Joshua Bishop, who came in at number one, Derek Dillinger, Filthy Tom Lawler, and Isaiah Broner. Now, look and, at that. That's the that's the hierarchy right now of AIW heavyweights. Yeah, there's not one guy of that final four that you wouldn't have been able to buy a credible winner for this one. Right. So uh, we get Lawler and Dillinger doing some double teaming before Derek eventually eliminates Tom Lawler. Derek Dillinger eliminates Josh Bishop at one hour, one minute, and 20 seconds. 
I love how Derek was booked in this match. I love it. Same. And then we get a nice little almost almost uh, over three minutes between Broner and Derek. And a nice little three minute final here. Oh, they laid into each other too. And Broner eliminating Derek with a lariat off the apron. Derek does a full flip off of everybody who was in the building was scared for Derek. That was so wild. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> he took that clothesline and it just it just uh Derek, my goodness. That was some that was an amazing spot. When it he, looked like it hurt like fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. When he uh, it's definitely a big difference between watching on TV and and being in the building live. Like everybody would get in the building live. It's like, oh my god, is Derek okay? And I thought, going, what was everybody freaking out about? Go. Oh, I still lost uh, my mind. I'm like, I yeah, no, I was I was watching it. It just still looked like, great. Oh. Yeah, but it looked great. I mean, oh, it he did. did. That's a big so, man flipping upside down. From our from everybody's vantage point, they can't see at ringside because everybody was fucking standing. So all they yeah. saw was him go up and go straight down, and it looked like it went, he went straight down on the top of his head. That's why everybody was concerned, because that's all we saw. We didn't see him the way he landed, because everybody was standing in the front row. So all we saw was just him go up and go straight down on his head. So that's why we were all concerned, because we couldn't see that he landed the way he landed. Now, once I watched the video back, and you could see all the videos of it, I was like, okay, he landed fine. But I didn't know that until I saw a video uh of it on twitter like after a couple minutes that somebody that's posted gotta, because it was just that's gotta be such a scary spot to take i couldn't imagine and that's why I, like so once it happened yourself, yeah. I, I left the bleachers and ran over to ringside and was like you know checking to see what was going on because i could, I didn't see how he landed i had no fucking clue but i was i was scared so. he did the paul he did the paul london yeah, he did. Yeah. And that's that's literally what he said to me as soon as he saw me. He's like, I had to do that Paul on and I'm like, don't fucking do that. You fucking scared me. He German suplexed him and took his powers. <laughs> <laughs> that's my head cannon. Well, I was really happy with every the way everyone was booked in that. I mean, you you and I've seen and I, I can't remember which one I like the best, but I've I'm now I'd say I've seen five gauntlets. Maybe four. I'm, I'm not sure if the pandemic took one away. So five, four or five. I think this one was, everyone was booked. This was what, like as close to perfect of an AIW style Royal Rumble match as you could get. It's as perfect as you could get the way it was booked. So I'm, I'm curious for everyone. I've been, we've been doing this um, tier list. Uh, where does this go on our uh, Battle Royale uh, list? It's, go, it, it's top five. Yeah, it's, it's definitely in the, up there near the top. To me, it's it's, oh. it's 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 hard to pick between this one and the Odyssey, but yeah, they're both up there. Yeah, the, but I, I from think what you, we've the from what we've too. covered, from what we've covered, yeah, I just want to make that clear. But I think the Odyssey too was booked. It's booked when you think of enjoy. The Odyssey is booked like enjoy is booked. If you think of AIW, the Gauntlet is booked like AIW. There was no, there was no, they weren't, they never try to be somebody they're not. That's why I feel like it's more of like a. It. Almost like a one A one B type scenario because mm-hmm. they both did different yep. things, but they were both yeah. really great in their own ways. And you Agreed. can see, and you can see what story they're trying to they're trying to tell moving forward with some of the guys too, which I think yeah, is the I most mean, that, important that thing West was the Barkley, type of battle royal. Yeah, the West Derek stuff I think is going to lead to something, Brad. So I wouldn't be surprised, and that's not a bad thing to see Wes and Derek go at it. Derek's had that belt a while. Um, Wes is deserving. I can't remember the last time he had a title match that you know, like like. Any kind of title match. It's been a while. It wasn't that long. A regular one-on-one title match. When did he have a one-on-one title match? One-on-one. Let me look it up. I don't feel like it's been as long as you think it's been. But 
I mean, he he was the tag champs, yes, but I don't I can't recall him having a, either a, a, the world championship or the intense title one on one matchup. I know he wrestled Cardona, but that wasn't for the belt. That was yeah, it was before Cardona won it back. He had the fake yep. belts. Yeah, he had the fake belts with him. I was at that show, but that wasn't that wasn't a uh, title match. So I'm wondering it's when been, his... it's been it's been less than a year. September seventeenth, twenty twenty two, at at the the first show in Kent, Wekapaluga. He had a one on one match with Derek for the a, uh, intent title, fans brand weapon. Still a long long time ago. I mean, I would say it's a long time ago. I mean, hey man, it's during the title reign for Derek. I mean, it's not... Yeah. Actually, then I actually thought it was cl- it was a one on one was sooner than that. To be honest with you, so, but but yeah, I think we- all all around, I I think I would give this a thumbs up show. Yep, I agree. Oh, come on, these are this was great. This one made us made us uh, happy. This is one of those shows that just makes you happy. Despite yeah, my sure. despite my beef with the the absolute title match, you know, it was all around <laughs> right. a great show. But I'll say after Butters explained himself and and Jayhawk explains himself, I think there's their valid criticisms. And there's nothing wrong with with saying, hey, you know, this is just this is just the way this was booked. It, it wasn't our favorite. And that's that. I, I just I think uh, I think it was a valid criticism. That's a, that's a, like I, I everybody. I, mean, yeah, in I have their... no problem with with Big Sam looking like a monster like that's we want more right. of that. That's that's what we want right. from Big Sam. So, yeah, every, yes. everybody's role in the absolute title match was well done. I, I just, you know, at. If the if the logic to me of we know the how Matt Cardona is going to play the game, why aren't people evening the odds at this point? That's my biggest issue with it. Right, right. I mean, and like, can you imagine if the four horsemen would have gone two straight years with you know, attacking Dusty Rogue and nobody helped Dusty? They never would have made money off of that shit. Like after I think two you're years, get somebody got to help out. I'm telling you, I think Abso is. It's all going to come to a head, especially with Broner in that match. I think at Abso, there's going to finally be. That I, I think they've been waiting for Abso for a few years to be as mean as much as it's going to mean, and I think it will mean that much uh, in July. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Voicemails. Here we go. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, no, uh, no stand from Burlington tonight. Uh, we just have one voicemail. We're thinking from- about you, Stan. We, well, we, I we think, miss you. I think Zach didn't <laughs> call because he's still doing research on 100 Gex. So I'm sure he'll call next week to let me know what he thinks. That and, he's doing some sort. He's on a road trip, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's on a road trip because he <laughs> didn't he didn't call Wrestling Tears either. Usually he calls Wrestling Tears. So nope, yeah. we're going with the 100 Gex thing. <laughs> Here's the other JB. Hey there, indie wrestling guide. It is the other JB here. So just calling in on a Sunday evening. So we've got the Gauntlet for the Gold review this week. A uh, couple quick notes. The Kaplan Garena match was awesome. Um, fucking kicked ass. Uh, like we all knew it would. Uh, yeah, those uh, plastic cups are no joke. Uh, um, I've accidentally like cut um, like my hand on one of those, and yeah, those are those are no fun. So. The idea of it smashing over Dom's head, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. That sucks. Um, but I think one of the highlights outside of the um, John Cena-esque um, return and winning for Isaiah Broner, one of the highlights of the titular gauntlet for me personally um, was the uh, well, it was um, our boy uh, Bear Shark um, getting the uh daniel pewter treatment 
in the gauntlet. That was that was kind of fun to see. Um, you don't really see that too often, so it was it was fun to see a callback like that. So uh, yeah, They're right there uh, with you, back on that Daniel Butte on that Daniel Pewter comparison. JB, I you okay? <laughs> I spoiled I spoiled her call. We had this conversation during the match, like during the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the man bear pig kid, but you know he takes a beating, and and he's he is he definitely got the Daniel Pewter treatment. Look, he just has a punchable face. It is what it is. He really does, Mars. You're right. He has a very punchable, like it looks like he's gonna cry at any moment type face. He's got I'm that sh- kind of face. I'm sure he's a fine fellow, but he just he has the he has a face that you know you just you, you just feel the urge to punch. I just want to give him one of these right in a suck hole, like just. <laughs> <Suck hole. laughs> I love Jay Gold throwing out the man bear pig reference. He's superhero right now. That's all I call him. I don't even know what his thing is called. And I have a shirt. I think it's man. I thought it was man bear pig martial arts. Bear shark. Oh, land shark. Bear what? shark. Oh, bear shark. No, land shark, like land shark with Chevy Chase on Saturday Night Live. We have to keep going over the shit. <laughs> Gotta be uh, Michael bad if, with these if, references. If we cared enough, we we would right. get it right. Yeah, I just made myself feel really old and freaking. You are really fucking old. You are really fucking old. I think I'm older after my birthday this weekend. I think I'm older than you, Jayhawk. Yeah, but with his references, he's old as shit. I just can't. I just can't relate. You know what? I might be old butter. I might be old butter, but I still have more hair than you do. So, oh shit, I'm going through puberty, so I can't be old. That doesn't happen, you know. I'm every second of every a year. I feel every second of it. Jared, I'm not convinced that's your hair. I'm pretty sure you just uh, take a brush to your wife and then you just put that on top of your nope. head after. Hell, bothers. No, you know what, Dan? Were you listening? This is no good. I really gotta this put is... my. I really gotta put my foot down on this, bothers. It's really fucked Thank up, you. you know. It's really fucked up that as the pup girl of this podcast, you're gonna say all this shit and you're just being shitty to my people. What the fuck, bothers? <laughs> Oh, come on. How are you gonna do that to me? <laughs> During Pride, too. Fucked up, man. It's real fucked up. You just looking my wife duck and actually look into the show. I'm gonna get away with 95% of the shit. You should just beat the shit out of Charlie one day. Just absolutely he out of nowhere like come with a clothesline like a stiff clothesline <laughs> I, I, I want to convince my i want to convince my wife to go to absolution and just throw butter in the ring with her for five minutes that should be yes. a patreon that should be a patreon goal if we get a certain number of people that subscribe to the patreon we'll post the video of your wife kicking the shit out of others fists and glass that whole thing i think that's a beautiful advertising uh campaign it really is i mean we've all seen um the women's world champion do his thing like i can just continue that and like i'll get in the ring explain to you guys what soap is and what you know all that kind oh, of stuff is andy kaufman are you yeah she'll <laughs> she'll get in the ring and you know i'll pretend like she's gonna beat me and then i'll just beat her and then then you know and then she kicks you in the oh. dick and it falls apart for you <laughs> transforms oh, into a cock cutter match i will wear a cup <laughs> Maybe oh. coffee reference is kind of appropriate with Magnum PK coming back, but I will uh, have my harem of T girls attack her. <laughs> Plugs? Plugs? You have to have you have to have more than one for it to be a harem butter. I have more than one. What are you talking about? There's at least two of us. Yeah, I'll get all of them. I'll get every single one of them I know. Just by, based around who I know by association. Yeah, I yeah. got. We got. We got some rentals we could use. Yeah, exactly. See. 
we'll, we'll make this work. Uh, anyway, yeah. yes, plugs, plugs, plugs. Yeah, you before can... we, before oh, we plug our individual in, individual stuff, check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash IW guide. No bleeping out on here like on some other podcast. I don't know why that keeps happening. What a, what a horrible, what a horrible bit. What a horrible bit. Fuckers. <laughs> the worst part is they were blaming the phone can come out Adam Van was still getting bleeped out too. I haven't figured that one out. But... Yeah, I don't know what that was. But Chicanery is a foot. But we've got we got a little bit of content up there already. We got some video content getting ready. We got Marky Arcade coming up soon. I got an interview series I'm going to be starting in the next month or two here for that. It's going to be all kinds of great content. Check out the tier. $3 get you in the door. Send our private Discord. But check it out. You can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch at RefJayhawk. And this Friday night, June 9th, I'm going to be making my debut for Paradigm Pro Wrestling at the arena in Jeffersonville, Indiana. They're going to be taping five yes. episodes of their Magnum Opus Fight Plus series. And I will be and I will be there for all the action. You got Tom Waller against Lobo Akami. You got Dominic Green against Jordan Blade. You got the Bev against Shug D, two out of three falls. I think they're. I think they've announced fifteen matches, and I think they said they're, that they might actually add some more on top of it. They're talking 20, 20 plus matches for that show. So this rules, Jayhawk. I'm happy for you, Mazel Tov. Gonna be a long drive, but it's gonna be worth it. I think. Go check it out. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and now Blue Sky at Fenboy Boy spelled B O I. Listen to my other podcast, X Over. There's an episode with Ed, who will be appearing here next week. Uh, we reviewed Mass Rider Shin, not to be confused with Shin Common Rider. That movie is probably way better than the one we watched. I don't have anything other than you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, if you catch my grift, hasn't done anything new. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll be doing something with them soon. I don't know what. Uh, oh. But yeah. I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. Uh, speaking of X over, it's June. So it's Street Fighter month. Every Wednesday, we are recording an episode on a Street Fighter based thing. This Wednesday, we're going to be checking out the old cartoon. I'm so excited for that. I have That's the good. entire cartoon downloaded on uh, my uh, MB server. So it's so bad. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, the World Warriors. Uh, Remember when well, DJ just shrinks? Let me know when I need to make sure that I'm up to snuff on the movie with uh, my dude, Jean-Claude Van Damme, so I can come talk about that. I'm excited I, to do that. I will let you know, but that that's the main event, so that's going to be the end of the month. Okay, that's, cool. That's how you finish it off. Right. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Jiggle12, on Instagram at Jiggle12. Uh, just to ask, Ed is going to be joining us next week. We're going to have a full house then for our no, interview. No, Marcy I won't, won't be here. here. Oh, Mars, I'm going to miss Remember, you, Mars. Ed's the coverer. Oh, all right. Well, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Do not go to IWGuide. That's not us. I don't know what they're doing on there. Check out our YouTube page and uh, our Patreon, patreon.com backslash IWGuide. I, we were talking about all the content on there. will be an exclusive interview one-on-one -on -one with Stan from Burlington. We're getting that put together. I'm talking to Stan's people. Uh, they're going to let him out to uh, do an he interview has, with us. He has people? No, he has, you know, His handlers. handlers yeah. so to Caretakers. Speak. Oh, I got you. Yeah, they got to make sure he doesn't, you know, leave the property. Um, I might have to go up there myself, so you never know. Down there, he'll have to give me an address. You'll have uh, to don't let forget us know about the merch store. what it's like. I want to oh, know. I'll, I'll paint the word picture for you, I promise. 
Don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com for the aforementioned Stan from Burlington line and our faces. Wear them on your body. We have a coolest logo, I will say, in all of uh, podcasting. Go to BrainBusterTees.com. Listen to our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. Wrestling cheers. Marcy's very own X over. Charlie Butter's very own If You Catch My Griff. And Hiya Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. And our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide and a great guest, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tap Photo, and Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. And as the great Scott Steiner once said, I don't have 30 days and 30 nights to show you why all the hoochies say there's nothing finer than Scott Steiner. Check out Independent Wrestling, everybody. Later. Bye-bye. Later, dweebs. <laughs>